Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Morning Show, Six Strings and Coffee. I am your host, Sweaty Jetty. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, all. I hope you are rested. I hope you're ready for a good week. I hope you are uh, got your got all your activities in this past Saturday and Sunday. It was uh, the weather out here in Northeast PA was not exactly the greatest, but that's okay. Anymore, that's just what we get. How you doing? Um, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Uh, to start, to start, we have. Um, I don't know. I, I'm trying to. Hmm. I guess 
I guess I'm going to I'm going to lean in here. This is the first official uh live broadcast directly on the Six Strings and Coffee uh Facebook page uh pushing forward. It's going to be always coming from this. Uh I don't know if that's a good idea or not. I to tell you the truth. I kind of feel like maybe uh well, we'll see how it goes. Uh you can reach Six Strings and Coffee uh, at Blue Collar Slob on Twitter. That's at BLU3 Collar Slob. Uh, we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, uh, iTunes, YouTube. We all scream for YouTube. Uh, and yeah, obviously the live show is going to be broadcast on Facebook as you're listening to right now. Um, what what do we got? Okay, so today's coffee. Uh, I, we were at the, uh, the, the infamous shop right yesterday and, uh, and came across, what do we have here? Yesterday was a weird day. Yes. Yesterday was mother's day. Actually, let's start with there. Uh, everyone, everyone, hopefully you had a good day. Hopefully you, you gave your bit, your mom, your wife, you know, everyone got big old snuggly hugs and kisses, all that kind of stuff. Gave, gave the, the important women. Well, they're all important, but. Give these these beautiful ladies, you know, a, a day to a day to relax. I mean, they earn it. Let me tell you, my wife, my wife is so busy all the time, and she just she just plays it off like it's whatever. Like she, girls got girls up about five thirty quarter to six every single morning. Gets up, gets dressed. We run downstairs get breakfast. Out the door by six thirty to her job at the daycare. Leaves there about nine o'clock, has to head back home. Two and a half hour break. Does laundry, dishes, make, starts making dinner, whatever. Heads back to work. Does that until six o'clock at night. Six. So there's another six, a six hour run basically. Gets done with that. Heads on home and deals with my stupid ass. So, <laughs> I mean, if she doesn't deserve some kind, of, just some kind of award, I don't know who would, honestly. And she keeps, and she keeps, uh, you know, the kid active and 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 all that too. I mean, lest we forget, there's there's Abigail's schedule. She's got the Girl Scout. She's got the dance. You know, all this kind of stuff. And 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 Rebecca does it. She just does it. She kills it. She's. I could not be prouder and and just happier to have her. You know, in my life and 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 my wife. And she's just a wonderful mother. Yeah, there's 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 my mom too. My mom's my mom's just awesome. Everyone's mom is awesome. Like if you're one of these people that sits there and sulks like some kind of douchebag bitching that your your mommy and daddy didn't give you enough attention. Just shut up. Just shut up. I mean, chances are they did. And and you just were fucking so stuck in your own head that, that you didn't you didn't realize it. I mean, we were all there. I was too. I'm not I'm not I'm not poking. I'm not I'm not pointing a finger. You know, we all we all were there at some point in our life. But when you become an adult, you know, you should grow out of that sort of stuff and realize, you know, these are people that work really hard. I, I never forget that I the first time I ever brought my family out for dinner, uh, I made it a point. I went to a restaurant that I hate. I'm just gonna, Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays sucks. Anyone who's curious, Ruby Tuesdays is terrible. Um. Uh. Yeah, so we, we I brought them all out to dinner there. They all they all liked that place, uh, and I just sat there and 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 was just like, you know, I never really. I think I was like eighteen, like I never really took the time to just sort of say thank you, you know. Um, I, it just like it, it hit me out of nowhere. I don't know if it was because I had just started like working, um, 
you know, like part-time job while I was at school or maybe someone said something to me that clicked. I don't know what it was, but at some point I was just like, they, they work really, really hard. Like they try, man. They really, really try. And, uh, yeah, I just kind of like, I just brought them out to dinner. I was just like, I just wanted to say thanks, you know, thanks for just being there and putting a roof over my head and making sure we were all fed and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, it's important. It's important to have that moment where you just kind of look back and like, you know, your parents pretty, pretty awesome. You know, hopefully, hopefully down the line, maybe, you know, I don't know. I guess maybe we all want that sort of look back. It could never happen too. I mean, I love my kid, you know, but she's a happy kid. You know, she, I don't think there's any of that resentment or moodiness or whatever. You know, we, she's uh she's pretty, she's pretty sweet. So anyway, <clears throat> on from that. So, Today's today's coffee of choice happens to be uh, the Java Taza Espresso Roast. Espresso. Let me tell you something about this delicious little cup of a cup of magic right here. This thing tastes like chocolate. This thing is straight. I mean, I'm not. I don't really drink espresso. I've had it. I've definitely had it before. But this stuff is this stuff is damn delicious. Uh, I got. <clears throat> I think I got about a third of a pound yesterday. Um. At, at ShopRite, it came to like three bucks or something like that. It was, oh man, totally worth it. Rich and complex, uh, compelling aroma, lingering flavors. I that's true. I this is this has got like such a after aftertaste to it, but not not a bad way, not in like a gross, oh kind of way. It's uh, <clears throat> it's definitely definitely delicious. I can tell you that right now. It's uh, I'm gonna cup right here. <clears throat> I'm gonna take a sip. My throat's killing me. Hmm. It is. It's like chocolate. You know what it tastes like? It tastes like Easter chocolate. I don't know how to really explain it. It's got like, <clears throat> I don't know if they use, I don't know if they use espresso beans and Easter chocolate or something like that, but it, it's got that like, when you get like a really good piece of like a, like a, like a, I don't even know, like a Ghirardelli or something like that, like, and it's got that like, I don't know, like a tinge to it. It's, it's good. It's damn delicious. All right. What's next on the agenda? We got... Tales from the grocery store. Okay, this I this is unintentionally becoming like a segment, but goddamn it, people, you know it's not my fault. These 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 people at my local shop right are just they are they are ridiculous. Yesterday, as I mentioned, it was Mother's Day, uh, and as a, as a result, you end up having you know I mean, people are trying to be nice, are trying to do good things for for the, the, the like I said the, the ladies in their life, the the mamas, babies, mamas, mamas, and uh, you know they um, a lot of men, <laughs> a lot of men at the grocery store. Not a bad thing. I would have done it myself, but we we take shopping at uh, grocery shopping on Sundays. We only get one day a week. Uh, my schedule as it is now, I'm I'm off Mondays and Sundays, so we only get one day a week to um to really like spend together and and do all of our stuff. So grocery shopping has kind of become this like sort of family event, I guess you could say. Um, so we, we you know we 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 go together and we, we you know we we do our thing. We spend you know sometimes sometimes we'll be there for like a couple hours. Um. You know, like between, you know, because they got they got, you know, lunch there and sometimes, you know, you just, you just walk around, you mill around. So yesterday was not one of those days. Yesterday we were just trying to get in, get out and get home so, you know, we could relax a little bit and, you know, just hang out and Rebecca could could do her thing and enjoy her day. And 
so we get there. We we took our time. We got there like probably maybe twelve thirty one o'clock in the afternoon, which I have found is just like the the portal to he- portal to hell as it as it pertains to the Broadsville shop right situation. Um, it's like people. I I never thought. I mean, maybe it's because I do it every week, but I never considered in a million years that something like grocery shopping is such a complicated sort of thing like it boggles my mind that people have to have a have like a have a problem understanding etiquette let me let me give you an example so we're we're walking around and uh, first of all first of all the situation with people leaving their goddamn carts just wherever they want it's got to stop we need some kind of like some kind of a mandate or some kind of legislation that says that, you know, you get a fine if you do that. Because there are people, they just, like, they have no, no concern for the fact that there's other people walking and milling about trying to just do their own shopping. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, so, so, number, the first offense, or first offender is this guy, he's, he's there looking at, like, he, so he puts his cart they have this. They have this coffee stand. I'm going to try to describe it as best I can. They have this coffee stand uh, over by the produce, and it's a pretty big little. It's a pretty big island. They actually used to use it for like the lunch stuff, and something changed, and they don't do that anymore. Um, so they have coffee there now, and it's like maybe five feet from the pro the beginning of the produce section. There's a there's this guy, and he's you know he's 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 looking at grapes, he's looking at corn, he's whatever's over there, broccoli, I guess, or no, I guess lettuce. Not that the, I don't even know why I'm elaborate. It doesn't matter. It could be it could be people. There were people in the produce section that he was shopping for, trying to buy. I don't know. Anyway, um, he he le- he proceeds to leave his tiny cart. Because he had a tiny cart, and somehow that's even worse. People think because they have this this small little little shopping cart that they just they don't they take up no room at all. So what do they do? They 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 leave it right in the corner of this narrow section to begin with. This poor guy in front of me, like I I was I was put in a position to where like I had to go. Like it was his turn. I was I wanted to let it be his turn, but I had to go. Um, so. So, you know, I, I, I go by and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. It's your turn, I guess, bud. And the guy shot me a look like you douchebag. You should have just kept your mouth shut and kept walking. Not my fault. Guy with the tiny cart, he did it. And he's walking all over the place. He puts his tiny cart in one spot and he walks all over, which normally would be like a good move because then you're not blocking people when you're shopping for your other stuff. You know, you're 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 thinking about it ahead. Um. To not to not get in anybody's way. Um, not not this guy. This guy was just, and then he's in other people's way. Wow, it, it was just a mess. It was a freaking mess. So we move on from there, and uh, then you get these people again. My pet peeve: people that are in no rush at all. A few of those. Um, no no uh, no chit no chit chatty groups. None of that. I was very happy. We did have a guy. They had a. They had something on sale in the meat section, and we go to check it out. And it was like this guy thought we were going to get the very last, like, like Italian sausage or something like that. He came out of nowhere and, I mean, zipped. Like, that's the only way I can describe it. He just, right in front of right in front of me and Rebecca and just blocked the entire goddamn cooler. And he went through every packet of meat. And, like, when he, he like, he checked. I don't know what he's looking for. Like, 
the the goodness. I mean, there's sa- it's sausage. God, for God's sakes, like how what could be? Are you an expert? Are you some kind of a sausage sausageista sausageista? How do you say that? You know, are you that person? You're you're an expert. You're refined in the art of sausage. <laughs> you're just you know, whatever. Uh turns around and and he just takes forever we're just standing there waiting 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 he's picking up he's going back he's 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 going up picking up other ones that he looked at looking at him again uh whatever he finally moves on and uh and just as rebecca's walking up i guess she finally gets her turn she gets there this woman comes along and like almost bumps her out of the way it's excuse me grabs a, some spicy sauce that was directly from rebecca and just grabs it and goes and rebecca's like I just got here. Like I didn't do it. That guy did it. That guy's the he's your enemy. So yeah, that. Oh man. What else? Oh, there was this woman. Speaking of people being overly picky, like you know what drives me crazy? And I know, I know I know it was funny in clerks. Like I get it. The the what was it? The milk the milkmaids, is that what they called it? The the women that pull all the milk out of the cooler at the at the convenience store to, to see if they can get the freshest one. It's um, it's funny in the movie. It's not too fucking funny when you're in a tight aisle at a grocery store trying to just get the hell out of there. Half and half. This woman was just ridiculous. She was going back and forth. She's getting a pint. She's not even getting a quart or a half gallon. She's not getting a lot. She's getting a pint of half and half. It is probably the single fastest moving item in that entire aisle, I would wager, or close to it. It's got to be. Everyone uses half and half, one one capacity or another. You know what I mean? And she's she's digging through it, and she's like going back to her car, going back to the cooler, back to her car, back to the cooler. And I'm just I'm trying to be polite. I kind of emphasize that I'm trying to be polite. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I am not trying to, you know piss anybody off or, or be that asshole i'm really not i do i do make the effort folks i promise she wouldn't get out of my goddamn way so what did i do there's other people do they're like they're like trying to be polite but they're just like waiting 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 what do i do i go in the next cool over where the eggs i reach over and I grab it says excuse me and i and i slam the door behind me i walk away i just i just couldn't i was like, god damn it and I and I walk away and what happened the rest of the the rest of the shopping trip? This was our shopping buddy. We even went and made it a point. I even made it a point to go. We had to go get like like vitamins or something like that. And I was like, you know what? Let's not go right to that aisle. It's the next aisle from where I just that whole thing went down. Let's go get milk. And then we'll then we'll head over there. It'll give it'll give it a few minutes. Nope. Sure as shit. Just as we're just as we're heading down the aisle to go to get the vitamins. We gave it a minute or two. Who's aiming right at us? This crazy lady with the half and half, you know? Yeah, I, it, it's funny because as I'm saying all this stuff, it does not sound that bad. It's probably not that bad. In fact, it's not. It's not even probably. It's not. It's all whatever. It's overreactionary kind of crap. But in the moment, in the moment, how can you not get frustrated? Like, I, I'm sorry. It's it's. It's so it's so aggravating to to think that you know you you have these these people that um yeah I don't know very inconsiderate 
you know, and, and I wonder sometimes, I'm like, well, maybe we're those people. Like, I have this theory, and it's not a, it's a pretty common one amongst a lot of people. If everyone else is the problem, you're the problem. Well, if every time I go to gro- uh, go to ShopRite, everybody else is the issue, maybe I'm actually the issue. I don't think so. I don't think I am, because I'm pretty good about, like, I try to, like, make sure that I watch what people do in this, not everything, I'm not, you know, but in, in, in this particular avenue, you know, going to the grocery store, you know, because we because we do it every single week. I try to, like, think about what what is this person doing that's aggravating me? And can I make sure that I'm not going to do the same thing to aggravate somebody else? So I try my best. I gen- genuinely do. And typically, I can say, and I'm not trying to be defensive. I just, I mean it. I, if, if I end up being rude to somebody at the grocery store like and and when i say rude i don't mean like i i I try to be rude like if you piss me off i'm you're gonna know it i'm not gonna get in your face i'm not that i'm not assertive or aggressive in that manner but i am very passive aggressive and i will absolutely make sure that you at least go like what's that problem and maybe question yourself for a second or not because you're a terrible person um you know i I will make sure that they realize that there's some kind of dissatisfaction with what just transpired before between the two parties. And I try to remember those things so that I don't do it to somebody else. But again, like I was going to say, sometimes it's unavoidable. Sometimes there's that third party, like the guy at the very beginning with the, with the, with the shopping cart that just left it in the middle. And it's like, I didn't do it. But to the third guy, I looked like I did it. And he was just like, shut your fucking mouth. And I'm like, so but later on that guy found love we were over by the we were over by the yogurt and he was he was talking to a lady it seemed like they were were really hitting off so hopefully hopefully they get married soon i don't know if i'm going to the wedding or not but uh, always always a bridesmaid never a bride that's not true I'm, i'm married okay on to other things uh i mentioned last week that i'm trying to make a conscious effort to um kind of broaden my horizons and on the suggestion of uh my my boy chris decker who is on my other podcast uh music chat monday uh he recommended that i give uh one of his favorite i think he said it's his favorite pearl jam album uh one i'll admit i'll admit i never really gave a chance to um, first of all i'm gonna say i love pearl jam I get crap for it sometimes. I'm not entirely sure why that is. Uh, they're a great band. They always have been. Eddie Vedder is basically a genius, I think, by by standards. Um, he, uh, I don't know. The guy can just write a song, and it's it's. I find it so interesting. I I try to write lyrics. I have over the years, and I find it very very hard to. Um, not get the idea out. Like I'll have an idea. I guess it's, I'm not deep enough. I think that's what it really comes down to. But you know what's what's really interesting is like you listen to some songs, and uh, you know he it, it's not over. He doesn't overdo it. Per, you know, uh, Pearl Jam. He doesn't overdo it. No, Eddie Vedder doesn't overdo it. He can have a simple. He just has a message of like. Um, I always use the the example of Better Man. I love that song. Um, I'm not gonna get into why I love that song, but I love that song because I don't I don't want I, I don't you know I have a, there's a whole thing but. Um. There's there's this uh you know it's it's really simple. There's this woman and she's you know you know she she 
she she's getting abused by by her her partner and you know it's very straightforward not a lot of not a lot of words to describe how that's happening or what direction is going but the words he chooses like you, you get it really quick there's a lot of songs that are like that i was i was learning how to play uh, well i was knew how to play it but i refreshing myself how to play uh what is it uh oh shit i can't think of the name of the song right now but anyway back to the point just i uh it's a song by fastball but um there's only one there's only one verse. They repeat the chorus like three times, I think, throughout the song. But there's only actually one verse. And it's 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 again, it's just kind of good writing. Like you just you get your point across. And I always feel like I got to overcompensate. Like I, I, I come from the school of and I got to fix it because I'm sure I could write better lyrics if I just didn't throw so many extra words in that are unnecessary. Um, you know, you get people like like Dave Matthews who like so many words. You know, so many extra or a lot of these newer pop stars. I, I couldn't give you names. Oh, I, well, I guess Mumford and Son was was one that I kind of thought of. I was like, man, I like I love Mumford and Son. I really I really like them a lot. Um, a lot of words, a lot of words in, in their lyrics. I mean, really great songs. Um, they really know how to how to, again, get a get a point across and tell a story and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but just a lot of words, you know, they're, they can do that. Um, anyway, back to, back to what I was getting at. So, um, the, I, I listened to, uh, the album Yield, uh, by Pearl Jam. Let me tell you something really, really good album. You know, um, it's, it, this is the, this is the one that's got the, the song, do the, do the evolution. Uh, that was the video. Chris and I had talked about it on, on, uh, on Thursday. I'm going to say Thursday cause that's when we, when we record, even though it goes live today. Um, that song do the evolution was his number one for uh videos uh videos of the 90s and i couldn't disagree with him it's it's impressive it's it's uh the whole thing's animated by todd mcfarlane who if you don't know is the genius behind spawn the uh the image comic character and he's got such a stylized um realistic sort of uh sort of artwork like it's for me Coming out of the '90s, and, and and I'm sorry, I think the gold standard for for comic book artistry is it's basically Jim Lee and Todd McFarlane. Like that's those are your two guys. There's tons of other other artists that are phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. I'm not you know, I'm not saying you know whatever your favorites are your favorites. But I just think in terms of when people think comic books by by now, I mean, it used to be Jack Kirby back in the day. Everyone can recognize you know the original Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, like what they looked like. Um, I think that if you took a person like a Tim Sale, if I, yeah, Tim Sale, at one point, I think he drew for Batman, um, great artwork, phenomenal artwork, uh, kind of has its own look. It's very artsy, um, not super realistic, I don't think, but then you take like a Todd McFarlane or a Jim Lee and you're just like, these guys, like, this is how comic books are supposed to be drawn. They, there was a... There was a, a video that I watched about a year ago. I want to say it was on BuzzFeed, and it was like top t- five, top five um, Batman artists. I think that's what it was, and it just ran down the list of whatever. And it was all like, if you like, I said, if you're a comic book fan at all, you'll um, you would know every name on the list because they're very very common. Like Greg Capullo was on there. Greg Capullo, who was also the second guy to draw a Spawn, like directly after Todd McFarlane, and for all intents and purposes, for a long time really mimic Todd McFarlane's artwork like to a T like the little tick marks all that kind of stuff the very Todd McFarlane sort of way of drawing 
Greg Capullo got. Now, at this point in, in, in the game, Greg Capullo has blown past him as far as I'm concerned. It has his own art style, and he is, without a doubt, I would say my favorite modern artist. Um, I just, the guy, just he's so good. His attention to detail, the way, his, his method of how he does it, he's got this combination of, like, cartoony but realistic, and it's, it's, it is how a comic book should look in 2019. I, I don't know how really any other way to put it. It's just, it's, it's, just about perfect um, in terms of combining ideas and all that. Um, so anyway, so Todd McFarlane, um, he's pretty much him and him and Jim Lee are the two to top of the top of the heap. Uh, Kings of the Hill, if you will. And uh, Todd McFarlane, he, he drew the, the artwork for the video for for do the Re- do the evolution. And it's a cool song. And it's kind of like um, I always thought of it as being a, uh, a modern day. Uh, we didn't start the fire by Billy Joel. I should have mentioned that to Chris the other day. I, I didn't, but I always thought of that song like that. Like you know, we didn't start the fire, as you people know. I'm sure it's basically a retelling of modern history up until the '80s. Um, they just you know go, go era by era by era, and do the evolution. It's kind of in the same vein, only it starts from the the the, the beginning of the beginning of time. I think it was. I, I haven't seen the video in forever, and they work up to now, and you see the destruction in the animation. You know the, the it's it's uh, it's dark. Like it's pretty friggin' dark. I'm not gonna lie. It's not for it's not for kids. But um, but any event, really 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 cool video, um, and really really cool album. Um, so so yeah, give that a shot. Uh, I was I was just kind of making breakfast the other day and, and threw it on. It's it's good stuff, man. It's really really good stuff. And that of course because you 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 can't start with one Seattle, one Seattle group. Uh, without without pushing to another, uh, you end up you end up finding yourself uh, you know l- switching over to switching gears and, and you find yourself listening to this guy, uh, Mr. Chris Cornell. Um, man, I you know every so often I I throw on a video of his and I get I get like it's, it's gonna sound so lame and I'm I'm totally putting myself out there right now but I get kind of emotional man. You know, he's, uh, he was great. He is great. And his, and his, and his, and his voice and his music, it totally, totally stands up and it will stand the test of time. I, I mean, it. I was listening to, um, uh, I watch a lot of tutorials and, uh, you know, stuff like that on, on YouTube, uh, DIY stuff and, and music stuff. And, and I guess once you, once you combine, uh, those, those two sorts of, uh, of, of, of video types or whatever, um, you find yourself at a crossroads with, uh, you know, with, with, I'm stuttering and stammering, I'm sorry. Um, you find yourself sort of at a crossroads with, uh, with videos and, and the direction that they go in. Um, I've came across, it was a vocal coach breaking down a Chris Cornell performance. He, when he was doing his acoustic shows, he, um, he would play, uh, nothing compares to you written by Prince performed by Shanita Connor. Um, for my money, best version there is. I've heard the Prince version. I've heard the Shanita Connor version, obviously. Uh, they're great. I mean, it's a great song, you know, so there's no denying that anybody that pulls it off, pulls it off. Well, it's going to be good, but there's something to the way the tonality of his voice, the, the, 
the the direction, the, the where the uh, you know where he picks up, leaves off, all that kind of stuff. It is, it is for for my money. It is a it is a perfect cover of this song, um, and and you know, again, you just you kind of end up down that rabbit hole. I I watching, um. And the and the woman doing the you know the the vocal trainer or vocal coach or whatever you want to call it that was listening, she's breaking it up into pieces, um, listening to this, stopping, going again, and you just hear that that first like it's got like a cello in it and an acoustic guitar and then him no no percussion to speak of, just that, and you hear that that first like he's got this like husky I, and she's picking out things that I noticed I mean I kind of always noticed it but I was really like paying attention and. You know the guy. The guy didn't open his mouth a whole lot, so when he would sing, it was, uh, you know, he would have this kind of like huskiness to his voice, I suppose. And it's been seven thousand Indies. I can't do it. Cause I ain't no fucking Chris Cornell, but it, just go back and listen to the to the to the recording. It's so good, and you know, best of my knowledge, not a not a trained vocalist, so things he does like when he starts he's he's leaning over he's kind of shrugged over playing the guitar feeling the song and then as the song progresses and he's it's going to build he straightens up a little bit his back goes goes up his chin props up and he's getting ready to belt it out and he and he doesn't go overboard because the song doesn't really require it but he he pushes at one point he really really like pushes it over and lets it loose like like Chris only Chris Cornell does and it's so good it's so good so go from that song um push over to uh uh, uh was it uh heaven by temple of the dog also fronted by chris cornell and he played guitar too and uh that's that's another good tune the good song too that uh, uh what's what's her name um miley cyrus at the chris cornell tribute she she did a cover of that song um you know it's Mr. Frankie Grimes is showing up right now. Uh, we, yeah, so Miley Cyrus, she she did a cover of that at the Chris Cornell tribute. I think she did it with, uh, I think it was Temple of the Dog that was backing her up. Like, I think it was it was the members of the Temple of the Dog. I don't think it was Soundgarden specifically. I think it was, I think it was the, the members. Uh, so that's, that's pretty cool, but she kills it. You know, it's not, there wasn't a really a great recording of it. It was like the side stage sort of like, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, just, 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 you know, someone's cell phone off to the, off to the side, like, you know, like not nosebleed, but not great seats. And it was, but you could, it was fairly good sound quality for a cell phone. Cell phones, obviously, as you know, don't, don't pick up concerts all that great, you know? We were laughing. We went and saw Foo Fighters over the summer, and you see all these assholes. It's thirty thousand people. It's Dave Grohl's like fifty yards from you. You're watching the show. Live, people. When you go to see a concert, just put your goddamn phone down. Like, just do everyone a favor and yourself a favor, and and experience what you're doing. Don't do this thing. Don't don't take the video. There was this guy. Okay, I don't remember his name. It doesn't matter. I'm, this is my podcast, so I'm going to fucking light this guy up. This guy was a dick, okay? He was a fucking dick. There's no two ways about it. He came with some friends of ours to meet us at the show. All right. Fucking asshole turns around. The entire time we're trying to watch the Foo Fighters, this douchebag has his goddamn phone in the air videotaping the concert. Like, the entire concert. Two and a half hours. I don't know how his hands didn't just, like, his arms just didn't fall off. 
the entire time. And by by her luck, he kept getting in Rebecca's way for whatever fucking reason. Like as she moved to the right, he went to the right. She moved to the left, he moved to the left. It was just one of those things. He wasn't trying to be he wasn't trying to be a dick, but he was directly in our way the whole time. You're not going to go home and watch the video, okay? You're not going to do that. I promise you, okay? Best case scenario is that you're going to put it on YouTube and, I guess, monetize it. I don't think you can do that because it's not your material. It's just your shitty cell phone fucking videotaping a concert that we're all trying to watch, you dick. You selfish fucking douchebag. Put your goddamn phone down, you fat fuck. I don't even care if I sound like an asshole right now. That guy was such a shithead and so ignorant of the fact that he was like he was the only person in the goddamn world. There's 30,000 fucking people behind him. All right? Jesus fucking Christ. Put your phone away, you idiot. Anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> the fact that this Miley Cyrus performance of Heaven by Temple of Dog was as good as it was is impressive because it's usually not the case. Ah, that got me so hard. That concert, though, was phenomenal. I will absolutely go see the Foo Fighters again if if the opportunity presents itself. Like, we, we got very, very lucky. There was some kind of a pre-sale, and um, that's how we got the tickets. Um, and I, 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 think, I think we spent 50 a ticket or something like that or 55 a ticket, but because, but as we found out later, is that because we had the pre-sale, when they went on sale uh, public, I think they had shot up to like 65 or it was a few dollars more. It wasn't it wasn't too plus, you know, we I mean, it was lawn seats, but we got really good seats like we for it being general admission. We were right down at the bottom by the rail, um, which for the show was great for the people trying to cut in front of you to, to, to even though you had blank. I mean, we had blankets set up we had chairs set up like we're here. Like This is where we are. There were people trying to fucking just cut in front of you like it's it's third act if you want to call if you, can, if you can pull out parts of the show it's like third act I guess people just deciding to barge their way down and and just and just decide to to you're not important enough to watch this concert you're just not so you know uh, we we had to fight off a few people um, very irritating very irritating one one situation which was kind of funny well it was funny but it wasn't we had so it was so there's two there's basically three groups that went to the show together. There was myself, Rebecca, our best friends Tom and Alan. That was that was one group of people that had gone. And then there was her brother in law, sister in law, and some people that they came with. Uh our, my my buddy Brad, people like that. So with us with Tom and Alan, <clears throat> and I'm I I I apologize I I forgot his name cuz I only met him the one time, but Tom's friend from Philly had come with us. Uh, funny dude, funny, funny dude. Like seriously, um, really nice, really generous. Just was really, just really, really a cool, cool cat the whole time. I was, I was laughing my ass off in the car ride to and from. This guy is my hero. Um, I never thought that I would ever see a situation where there was a, a legit interaction with a female that that looked like it was heading in an ugly direction, and he just you know did it the right way, and it didn't. Because people were trying to cut in front of us, and there was this one, there was this one woman, who like he was standing next. We were right in the corner, like where the stairs are. There's the you know you're in the corner of the rails. We had the front rail and the side rail, and we're just minding our business. We're just whatever. These people kept trying to like skate behind him by the rail. He's right next to it, and he at one point he puts he just locked his hand 
on the top rail of this of of you know where we were and put his leg across and he's like you're not fucking getting by they're like but we just uh no no it's a fucking it's a it's an amphitheater it goes it it grades up fucking stand 10 feet behind me take your picture you're not getting behind us or in front of us it's not happening we've been here all day we've been here for three and a half four hours we've been here all day you ain't doing it fucking she gets in his face whatever he's like i'm not i'm sorry it's not happening you can yell at me all you want hit me if you want i'm not moving it's not happening these people are not moving she ended up backing down and going away like totally totally handled it the right way you know because it could have been ugly and she walked away she made the right decision there too because it was it wasn't going to look good for her there's a lot of people that were that were seeing you know this person be kind of a shit you know uh the other thing that was that, that was i was what i was story i meant to tell was kind of funny was so inevitably, there were these girls that I guess maybe a few of their friends didn't show up because they they had light up signs that said "foo," just F O O, no fighters, and they they had them lit up with their they had them with their with their LED lights. Oh, let's get the Christmas lights and we'll wrap them around and it'll be nice. It'll be fun. We'll, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have the sign that says "foo." We're gonna I can't wait till they say it. They're just gonna say "foo" and it's gonna be awesome. It's going to be awesome to see the word foo. Dave Grohl is going to just die when he sees foo. <sighs> There's a retaining wall. So in front of us, there is, you know, we're on the grass. There's a retaining wall drops down. There's a walkway about, I'd say, 15 feet wide, give or take. There's another retaining wall. And then in there is the, is the actual assigned seating. These three chicks who couldn't get in the assigned seating because they had general mission tickets. That's how it works. You know, try flirting with the security guard. Can we come on? Can we just please? Is it OK? Can we? Can we? Can we just please? Guys like, no, 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 you can't. There's 30,000 people staring at me right now. That would probably rip me into shreds in a, in a, in a mob. You're at the Foo Fighters. OK, biggest band in the world right now. You're not going in there. It's not happening. I don't care. I don't care. So the guy turns his back for a minute. Actually, he disappeared. Oh, you know what it was? He went up into the, he had to walk upwards into the general, into the, uh, not the general seating, into the, into the assigned seating for like a minute. And he kind of disappeared. And these girls decided it was a good idea to scale the retaining wall that was in front of us. Like not our, not exactly where we were, but across. So. They they climb. It's probably it's got to be a, a five foot tall cement wall, and they and they climbed it in their flip flops in their short shorts. I'm like, one of these girls are gonna eat shit. Like it's totally gonna happen. Well, it didn't happen, but man, oh, what the glorious mess that would have been. Um, they get yelled at. You know, they they had their sign up for like all of a second and a half. That's foo. Come on, Dave Grohl. Boom! You're gonna see it. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna be famous because you saw foo, foo, foo. It was just stupid. Um, they get yelled at, get to you know, get told to get down. And I don't know what it was about the situation, but I was like, I don't think this is the last we're gonna see of them. I just got this strange feeling in my bones that this is not over. This is not over. Well, folks, let me tell you, I was right. It was not over because not 
10 minutes later, uh, all of a sudden, I kind of like peek over my left shoulder and I see the glow, the glow of LED lighting, Christmas lighting. And an F and an O and another O. And I'm like, oh, there they are. They made it. They made it down to the party. Great. They're about 15 feet behind us. Well, the, you know, the brave one with the F, she decides to fucking cut through the crowd and stand directly in front of me, directly in front of me. And the other two had to deal with a barrier, a barrier of my buddy Tom and like three other guys, like just people. So people were like, fuck you. Like they, like it was like, it's not, we saw it happen. You're not special. This whole idea that people think they're fucking special is just so played out and old anymore. You're not. You're not. You're a pile of crap, okay? At the end of the day, you're a pile of crap. You are you might be important in your little circle, but to the 30,000 behind you, no one gives a shit, okay? I don't know who you are. I don't know how cute you think you are, but you're not. You're not. You're just annoying at this point. I'm trying to watch fucking, you know, uh, 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 I'm trying to watch a performance of Under Pressure. Only thing I wanted to see all night was was them perform under pressure, and they did. It was killer. And they had the guy from The Strokes come out and do the uh, the Freddie Mercury parts, which was stellar. Uh, you, you're, not, you're not important. You're not, no one likes you. No one cares, you know. Especially the other people that you just abandoned. Because I'm sure, I'm sure these, these, these three douchebags didn't show up by themselves. I'm sure there's a group of like 10 of them. Or, you know, or, or maybe, maybe two others, three others that, that showed up and they're like, you know, and they just got abandoned because these three assholes, you know. So anyway, so the one brave one gets in front of us and the other ones were not allowed to pass. Like they weren't they weren't letting it happen. And I was just like, do you mind? Do you mind? Your friends are back there. I think I think that's where they're they're staying. And she just kind of gives me this shitty look like, who are you? And I'm like, I'm just wanting to watch the concert. Trying to try to watch show lady. And, you know, she gets the clue after about a minute. She walks back and disappears. And then and then like for like 30 seconds, thought that because she was going to stand directly behind, you know, Tom and the other people that stopped her, like I be breathing down their necks. I don't know that that was somehow going to intimidate or, or bother them. I don't I don't I don't think that's what happened. But uh, but yeah, man, I went off on a tangent right there. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> that'll start with the cell phone thing. So, yeah. So check out. uh <clears throat> So check out the uh, the what you call oh Rebecca got so drunk she got so drunk at that concert oh my god we don't drink we really don't uh, I have beers in the house I have a little mini fridge in my in my in my rehearsal space for the band uh, and I you know I'll crack a beer every couple of days or maybe even every couple of weeks really there's sometimes where if I go if I go a whole month and not have a beer you know that's it's pretty common to be perfectly honest um, so. So yeah, we don't drink very often. I had a couple beers that day. It was good. They're expensive too. They wanted like, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was like fifteen bucks or something like that for like a tall boy. Uh, what was it drinking? I think I was drinking Line of Kugel. Like it was just stupid. So I had like one because I was there. You know, I did have one, and it, I guess I guess I guess you can make the argument that it's like the equivalent of two and a half beers or whatever. But I, I thought it was overpriced. She decided she wanted to get the uh, mixed margarita pina colada thing uh at the one stand which was a mistake because pina coladas have uh what do they have i don't know 
It, she did not feel great, and she pounded it like she got this thing. We walked in; we were one of the first people to get into this into the concert into the uh, amphitheater. She goes right. To, we go to the bathroom, come right out. There's the stand for the booze right there. So she's like, "I'll try it. Let's try it." And she gets one, and I think she had it finished just about by the time we got to our seats, which were you know, like I said, right at the front. So basically, by the entrance of the amphitheater as you walk in. And like five minutes later, she's like, I feel good. Uh, you know, so she had a, she had a rough time. She had a good time, though. It, she, it wore off, you know, it, it wore off pretty quick. But she just, you know, she doesn't drink. She doesn't drink. We don't drink. So when, when it happens, it's, you know, it's pretty hard. So anyway, so that's that is uh, Six Drinks and Coffee Morning Edition number three. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh I'm going to be working a little bit today to, I got a, I got a new hosting, uh, thing. So I'm going to be on the, um, podcast of Pennsylvania as well. Uh, Chris, my boy, Chris Decker, uh, has given me the keys of the castle, so to speak to, uh, to make that happen. So, uh, you can hear me anywhere. You like to hear podcasts. Like I said, iTunes, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, YouTube, Podbean, all over the place. It's it's good stuff. So uh, it's been real. It's been fun. It's absolutely been real fun. It always is. Uh, you guys have yourself a great rest of your day and uh, be safe. Later.